It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. Beautiful day here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, great to be with you. Great to be back in studio. Uh, again, been a, a heavy travel month here and uh, last few days over in Japan as part of the uh, G20 uh, Interfaith Forum ahead of the G20 Economic Summit, uh, which will take place later this month uh, in Japan as well. <clears throat> and some some really interesting discussions there in terms of how do you really change behavior? How do you really uh, help those in need? How do you move communities and country forward? All real fascinating uh, discussions. Uh, In fact, make sure you stay with us tomorrow. Just a little tease for tomorrow. Uh, This morning, I had a chance to interview uh, George Will, a great uh, syndicated columnist from the Washington Post, a great observer, great thinker uh, as it relates to politics and civil society. Uh, He has a brand new book out called The Conservative Sensibility. Uh, which is a really interesting look, uh, both historically. It's a little bit of a look back, but it's really more of a a look ahead in terms of what matters and what should matter when it comes to public policy. Uh, And the most fascinating thing, this is the first uh, book uh, George Will has written in some time. Uh, I think seven years, I think, was the last uh, book he had come out. Uh, But he does not mention President Trump or any part of the administration at all in the book. This is a book centered on principles, uh, both a historic look in terms of uh, what the founders meant and what they wanted, and then how that plays out as we try to move things forward in a positive way. So make sure you join us tomorrow, 1230 to 1 here on Inside Sources. Uh, We'll do a deep dive with uh, George Will and uh, get some of his great insight and expertise. All right, I I promised I was going to share a few lessons learned in uh, my trip over to Japan, other than you can never get enough sushi. Uh, there's always opportunity to eat more, and uh, I did not get enough, so I think I need a return trip already. Uh, but the thing that I wanted to share was a, a really interesting experience I had with the uh, Asahi Shimbun, uh, the big Japanese newspaper. And uh, I had a, a meeting scheduled with the uh, associate editor, uh, of the international section there. And uh, he was going to take me on a tour. And this is a massive, this is one of the largest news organizations in the world. Uh, their uh, daily uh, subscription rate, they they print 6 million newspapers for the morning distribution and then another 3.1 million printed copies uh, in the afternoon for the evening edition. Uh, so nearly 10 million papers going out a day. They have over 2,000 uh, reporters and contributors around the world. It is a vast and massive organization. Uh, but uh, I had the chance at the uh, invitation of Yoshiaki Kasuga. Uh, Kasuga-sang is the associate editor there, and he invited me to come over and, and go on a tour. And I've interacted with him and with some of his colleagues in the D.C. Bureau as they follow American politics and try to make uh, heads and tails of it. And so as we went over, I was sort of anticipating all the questions that he was going to ask. And I was certain he was going to ask questions about President Trump. And I was certain he was going to ask questions about Utah Senator Mike Lee and Utah Senator Mitt Romney and what they mean on the national stage. 
And uh, we, had, we had a good conversation. And I kind of settled into this back and forth. We were in a taxi sitting in a very typical Tokyo traffic uh, trying to get to the newspaper. And uh, then at one point, uh, he leaned back and he says, you know, Boyd, I, I need to tell you a story. I said, okay. Uh, and I, cause I always learn lessons when I go to Japan. I, I love Japan was there as a missionary 35 years ago and I always come away with something new. So I was thinking, okay, he's going to, he's going to share some great Japanese knowledge. And he said, so 25 years ago when he was a younger man, he said, I, I went to America on a trip and decided I needed to experience all of America. So he decided as a young Japanese student, he was going to drive across America from Los Angeles to New York just to get a feel for the the vastness of the country. So he rents a a car and uh, he starts driving across the country and he's describing this to me. You know, the, the beauties that he saw as he made his way out of California. And he said, and then then my car died, just flat out died. He said, my car died just outside of a place called St. George, Utah. And he says, do you know St. George, Utah? <laughs> and I smiled and said, yes, of course. Of course I know St. George, Utah. He said, so there I am, not speaking a lot of English, and my car is dead. And he said, sure enough, a few moments later, uh, two guys in white shirts came upon the side of the road, and they said they would help me. And they called a friend who could tow my car, and they towed it to a mechanic who said he could fix my car. And while the mechanic was working on the car, the two white-shirted gentlemen <laughs> bought him lunch, took him on a tour of St. George. Uh, the car got fixed. Uh, neither the mechanic, the tow driver, or the missionaries would uh, would accept any payment uh, for their help, and they, they sent uh, Yoshi on his way. And as he was describing this to me, I, you know, I took a little Utah pride thinking, hey, you know, that's, those are good Utahns doing good things, uh, helping somebody in need. That's, that's what we're about here in this great state of Utah. Uh, but Yoshiaki, it was so clear and it had touched him so deeply. Uh, he, as he described it, it was like he was describing something that happened last week, not something that happened 25 years ago when he was a, a young college student. And he then paused and he, he pulled out his iPhone and he showed me a picture of his son, who is uh, now 15 years old, living in uh, Tokyo there. And he introduced me to his 15-year-old son, whose name is Utah. <laughs> so you have a teenager in Tokyo who is carrying the banner of Utah because a few Utahns decided to help him when he needed it as a young man. And I thought, you know what, that's pretty good. Uh, we we complain, you know, Utah has its challenges. We have our difficulties, like every state does. We have problems we need to solve and things we need to do better. Uh, but at that moment, Utahns did the right thing. And it's, uh, Yoshi called Utah. He said, Utah is the sunny side of America. And I like that term. Uh, we are the sunny side of America. And a lot of people recognize that. Uh, you have uh, writers like uh, Megan McArdle from the Washington Post. Uh, she wrote an article a few years ago for Bloomberg talking about the fact that the American dream is dead everywhere except for Utah. And she t- described the the upward mobility. In fact, I remember when uh, Megan came to my office a few years ago, she was trying to figure out what in the world is happening in Utah and why. And she had traveled the state. 
And she had interacted with our citizens here. And she said, oh, I get it. You, you guys don't need Washington. You don't need Washington politicians. Uh, you have civil society. You have neighbors helping neighbors in need. You, you have people who come together. You have businesses who give back to the community. She said, I, I kind of felt like I was walking with Tocqueville for a few days. And that might be a little high praise, but it's a good target for us to shoot for. But it was really fascinating to me that all the way over in Tokyo, uh, there is somebody who recognizes the value of the good things that are going on in the great state of Utah. And it's because of our citizens. It's not because of our wealth. It's not because uh, of our gorgeous surroundings and environment. Uh, It's because of the people. And it's because of our communities. And so while we can we can rail and nag and complain about all the national politics and the national politics will get worse before they get better. Uh, but there's a lot of good things going on here in the state of Utah that we should not only be proud of, but we should help showcase and uh, get others to emulate as well. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us on a Tuesday. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. As always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. And tomorrow, George will. Don't miss it on KSL News Radio.